wonder if God got a plan for everyone I wonder if I could take a second run Cause I carry on getting sad and getting stuck What I wouldn't give for a life that doesn't suck I'm a moving target Back to another episode of the S3 podcast Episode 52 Naomi Osaka and rapper Little Loaded. Before I get into it, do make sure to follow us on Instagram at s3podcast underscore and also subscribe and to our podcast on Acast, Anchor, Apple Podcast, Spotify and other podcast platforms. So without further ado, I hope you you are enjoying your day, your Wednesday, I hope you're enjoying the weather, and let's get right into it. Naomi Osaka said she was withdrawing from the French Open on Monday, one day after tennis officials threatened to suspend her and find her $15,000 over her decision not to do media interviews during the tournament to prioritise her mental health. In a statement on Monday, Osaka also said that she suffered long bouts of depression since being catapulted into the national spotlight after a controversial victory over Serena Williams in the US Open of 2018. (coughs) The best thing for the tournament, the other players and my well-being is that I withdraw so that Everyone can get back to focusing on the tennis going on in Paris. She said in a statement, I never wanted to be a, to be a distraction and accept that my timing was not ideal and my message could have been clearer. But this is the thing, right? She has had long bouts of depression and, you know, mental health is more important your mental health and your well-being is more important than, you know, a tennis tournament, a basketball game, whatever, you know. And, you know, she's 23 years old. She's mm-hmm. number two in the world, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not a huge tennis fan. I don't watch tennis, but, you know, I think... The tennis organisations needs to really look at themselves and really think what they're doing because they can't... I'm going to use the word force lightly, but they can't expect their athletes to continuously do media interviews, right? Because Naomi said that she doesn't want to do interviews, Right, because especially if especially if she has say lost a match, she has anxiety and right. She doesn't feel that she wants to do interviews. And as an athlete you should be able to decide whether or not you wanna do media interviews. It should not be forced you should not be forced to do to do so. And tennis organisations, like with any any other organisation in sport or in general should not force their athletes or their employee or their staff to do something that they don't that that they don't want to do. 
I see he's prioritising her mental health. And, you know, this sparks a huge debate, which it should, rightly so. And, you know, Naomi Osaka and other athletes should, you know, need to come together and, you know. And this isn't the first time that something like this has happened. Like, with Serena Williams, she wore a bodysuit um, to help with blood, clot, blood clots. Um, and she was fined for that. So, you know, the French Open and the French press media don't exactly have, you know, a good track record of doing things properly. But that's just my opinion of being a non-tennis fan. But anyway... I would never trivialise mental health or use the term lightly, she added. The truth is that I have suffered long bouts of depression since the US Open in 2018, and I have had a really hard time coping with that. Anyone that knows me, I'm introverted, she said, and anyone that has seen me at tournaments will notice that I'm often wearing headphones, and that helps dull my social anxiety. Giles Moretton, president of the French Tennis Federation, said in a statement Monday that the organisation was sorry and sad for Naomi Osaka, and he called the outcome unfortunate. No, the outcome is not unfortunate. You clearly don't really... You, by this <coughs> statement from the president of the French Tennis Federation, clearly did not understand the welfare and does not understand the torment and struggles that Naomi Osaka has been through, or any other athlete for that matter. And the reason why this has sparked a debate is because she's also a, co- a woman of colour, right? And obviously, you know, that's not the ma- that isn't the main reason for the for this spot, you know, debate. But it plays into it, you know, but. Saying he saying now saying the outcome is unfortunate. No, it's not unfortunate. She's putting her health and well-being as number one as a priority, meaning that you know she'd rather put herself first rather than the tournament. That's not unfortunate. It's some it's something that you should look at. We wish her the best and the quickest possible recovery. Moretta said, and we look forward to having Naomi in our tournament next year. We wish her the best and quickest possible possible recovery. I don't know where he's been hiding, or what rock he's been living under, but you don't recover from depression. You don't recover from anxiety. I'm sorry, but what recovery is he speaking of? Is he speaking of? Are there tools that you can use to? you know, minimise the, the the symptoms, the effects. Yes, there are things such as CBT, cognitive behavioural therapy, there's DBT, dialectical behavioural therapy. You know, there's things that you can do to minimise, right? But you can't recover. Like, I don't know what he... I don't know exactly what he means by recovery, but... That's not the right terminology. And saying we look forward to having Naomi in our tournament next year, 
what makes you think so you want to be in your tournament next year, right? Naomi might not be, uh, might not be up to it. You don't know, right? You need to instead of like saying, "Oh, look forward to having you in our tournament next year." No, your main priority as a president should be should be on athletes, not purely on. Oh, hope we hope you be here in our next tournament next year. No, I'm sorry, but the four Grand Slam tournaments, as well as the tennis tours, Murattin said, remain very committed to all athletes' well-being and to continually improving every aspect of players' experience in our tournaments, including with the media, like we have already tried to do. Hmm, <clears throat> I think. Do you have to say that because you're the president? You're the president, so that's what you. So you have to say that, but in reality, you haven't because this clearly shows that you haven't done anything. Because if you had have done everything, then this situation with Naomi Osaka would have been dealt differently, and it would have wouldn't have been. As publicised, but you haven't done everything, and you say you're committed to all athletes' well-being, but obviously not, because if they don't, because if they don't do media interviews, they get fined, right? And you force these athletes, in my own opinion, to do media, to do press interviews, right? Don't you don't you're not allowing athletes to make their choices on their own. Like you are for you're forcing them to do that, so you're not committed. So I don't agree with that statement. Last Wednesday, Osaka, twenty-three, announced her decision decision to skip news conferences at the French Open, noting that the repeated questions, particularly after losses, sowed feelings of doubt. If the organisations think that they can just keep saying "do the press" or "you're going to be fined." And continue to ignore the mental health of athletes that are the centerpiece of their corporation, then I just got to laugh, she said. Which is true, you know. Officials at the French tournament asked her to reconsider her position and tried unsuccessfully to speak with her to check on her well being, but were unable to engage with Osaka. According to a statement Sunday from the US Tennis Association, the French Tennis Federation, the All England Lawn Tennis Club, and Tennis Australia, Naomi Osaka today chose not to honour her contractual media obligations. Here we go again. The Roland Garros referee has therefore issued her a $15,000 fine, in keeping with Article 3 H of the Code of the Code of Conduct. The statement said the mental health of players competed in our tournaments. And on the tours is of the utmost importance to the Grand Slams. Well, obviously, fucking not. And sorry for, you know, the language there, but <clears throat> this is raw, you know. And I'm just gonna, you know, be myself as I always am. No, you, but no, you have not. Your mental health of players competing in your tournaments. Is not the utmost importance because that's clearly evident with Naomi Osaka. 
you're forcing athletes to do media to do press interviews, right? Never mind the never mind they've just gone through like a four, five, six hour like match, right? Now you're wanting them to do media interviews and you find her fifteen thousand dollars. Right? What is the point in con what is the point, right, in honouring the contractual uh, contractual media obligations when you're not even honouring her mental health. You're not prioritising her mental health, her well-being, by saying, you know, by intervening, intervening and saying there will not, there will not be any media interviews. But no, you're just using all of these athletes to benefit your, to benefit your tournament, to benefit your sponsors or whatever. It's like a slap in the face. The four organisations said that they have dedicated dedicated significant resources to players' well-being, but that, to continue to improve, however, we need engagement from players to understand their perspective and find ways to improve their experiences. Naomi Osaka has told you. She's come out and said that, you know, and she's not the only one. These athletes tell you, but you don't listen. This is the thing with big corporations. They don't listen. And, <clears throat> you know, we've already... There's already been um, LeBron James, who's come out and said she's with... You know, he's with Naomi Osaka and a few other people. Right? This is not on. The tennis official said that if Osaka continued to ignore her media obligations, she could be at risk of default from the tournament and suspension from other competitions. Yet again, they're not they don't care about her mental health mental health and well being. They're more concerned with their tournament. Like wake the fuck up. In her statement on Monday, Osaka, who was ranked number two in the world, said she was not a natural public speaker and is often overwhelmed with huge waves of anxiety before speaking to the media. Here in Paris, I was already feeling vulnerable and anxious, so I thought it was better to exercise self-care and skip the press conferences, she wrote. I announced it preemptively because I do feel like the rules are quite outdated in parts, and I wanted to highlight that. I wrote privately to the tournament, apologising and saying that I would be more than happy to speak with them after the tournament as the slams are intense. Athletes and celebrities treated their support for Osaka in her decision to quit the Grand Slam tournament. Golden, Golden State Warriors point guard Stephen Curry said he respected her decision to step down. You shouldn't ever have to make a decision like this, but so damn impressive to taking the high road when the powers that be don't protect their own, the NBA player tweeted, which is true. The actor Jada Pinkett Smith said she was proud of the young tennis star for her for prioritising her well-being. Osaka was clearly ready to play and had enough awareness of self to recognise her mental health challenges around the media, Pinkett Smith tweeted. Mental health should be one's first consideration. And Memphis Grizzlies player Jamal tweeted a few words of support. We with you. 
Osaka became a household, a household name in 2018 when she defeated Williams in a gripping US Open final match. In an interview the next year, she said that being thrust into the limelight had been difficult. Last year, I wasn't even anywhere close to this ranking, and people didn't pay attention to me, and that's something that I'm comfortable with. Osaka said in a news conference after a loss in 2019, I don't know why I'm crying, I don't know why this is happening. I don't really like the attention, so yeah, it's been a little tough. Osaka is often described as shy or soft-spoken, but she has become an outspoken advocate of social issues in in recent years such as racial justice. Osaka said in her Monday statement that she would take some time away from the court. When the time is right, I really want to work with the tour to discuss ways we can make things better for the players, press and fans. And I really do think that taking time away, you know, and, you know, organisations like the Tennis Federation should, should you know, respect that and let Naomi Osaka take as much time as she needs out, whether that be, whether that be a year, two years. She should have the choice. She's the athlete, right? She doesn't have to answer to anyone, right? If you if you really think about it, right? Because it's her body, it's her mental health, right? It's her struggles, right? These tennis federation organisations, they don't they don't care, right? They'll just try and use the athletes in whatever way suits them. No. So and she's right. There are some outdated outdated parts of the federation. Right, even prior, even um, you know, veteran tennis players have had issue have had issues with how the tennis federation runs and uses athletes. So you know, all of my support goes out to Naomi Osaka, and I'm with her. So, but let's move on to something else. So, Texas rapper Little Loaded, who won. Viral success with a 2019 single and was facing a manslaughter charge in a fatal shooting last year, died Monday, officials said. The rapper, whose real name was Deshaun Robertson, 20, died by suicide, said his attorney, Askan Miari. An official with the Dallas County Medical Examiner's office said the cause and manner of death had not yet been determined. Robertson's 2019 song, Glock Baby, racked up more than 28 million views and was awarded a gold certification last week by the Recording Industry Association of America. Stanley Gabbert, whose production company worked with Robertson's record label, Epic, told the Dallas Morning News that his death was a shock. This kid was on a great path, adding he was struggling with some things we wish we would have known about. But that's the thing. We don't talk about things. You know, we fake it. We put a fake mask on. Because we don't want anyone around us knowing. Court records show that Robertson was charged with murder in the shooting of Khalil Walker on October 25th. A police account of the incident said the shooting occurred at her, at her home, southwest of downtown Dallas, 
When officers arrived, they were told that Walker, 18, had been taken to a hospital. Robertson was indicted that this year on the less serious charge of manslaughter, accused of having recklessly caused Walker's death, the documents said. Walker was Robertson's best friend, the morning news reported. Miyari did not respond to a request for comment about the charge. It was not clear whether Robertson had entered a plea. Last month, prosecutors asked for Robertson's bond to be revoked after he tested positive for marijuana, a violation of the terms of his pre-trial release. So, <clears throat> all of my thoughts and condolences go out to his family. You know, it's a difficult time. Um, if you or someone you know is at risk of suicide, please call the U.S. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. That's 800-273-8255. Or go to speakingofsuicide.com forward slash resources. And for those of you in and for those of you in the UK or wherever else. If you have access to Samaritans in your area, then do please ring 116-123 or contact your local mental health charity. I wonder if God got a plan for everyone. I wonder if I could take a second run. Cause I carry on getting sad and getting stuck. What I wouldn't give for a life that doesn't suck I'm a moving target 